1879, Nora Helmer handed her husband her keys and left home, slamming the door behind her. But whatever happened to this famous literary figure from Henrik Ibsen's play A Doll's House? I'm Sarah Corridan, and here's MTC Associate Director Sarah Goods talking about Lucas Nath's Broadway smash hit, A Doll's House, Part 2. So my very first question goes back to Henrik Ibsen's original play, A Doll's House. When did you first see that play or come into contact with that script? Well, interestingly, I first saw that play here at MTC back in 1998 with Rachel Griffiths in the main part, um, in the role of Nora. And um, it was wonderful. I think it was on at the Fairfax. And I was down, living down in Melbourne, um, studying at VCA, doing the directing course. And, um, and I, remember, I remember the production vividly. Um, and she was incredible in, the, in, in that main role. So when um, Brett told me about the play, I was um, really excited because I've just moved down to Melbourne um, to join MTC. And I thought it was a great kind of coming together of uh, storytelling. Amazing, a bit of a full circle yeah. experience for you. So the the play, A Doll's House Part 2, it's a sort of coda to the original. Lucas Nath is the playwright and the story picks up 15 years after Nora has left her family at the end of Ibsen's play and it draws some conclusions about what these characters have done and been up to in the interim. It's set at the end of the 19th century, but the language is modern and Nath has contemporised a lot of their mannerisms and behaviours. Can you tell us a bit about how you'll be approaching this with your direction? Well, it's interesting because um, the play starts with the great knock on the door, you know, so the, uh, the original ends with the slamming of the door and this one starts with the knocking on the door. And um, and he sort of indicated that, you know, it's sort of roughly period. But we sort of imagine that Nora will come in in, in, a, in a period costume because it's how she looks is really important indicator of how well she's done in those 15 years. Um, and so the, the, the modernising of the language sort of slowly evolves in. It doesn't, it doesn't start with a jar. And we've been talking a lot about how the journey of the play as a whole is sort of a peeling away of layers. And I think with that, the, the language becomes more and more modern as the play goes on. But it's very, very beautifully written. He's written it... Um, you know, I keep using the word, the language is very of the earth. Um, it's very muscular. It's very, um, very rhythmical, you know. So the rhythm inside it and the and the way it's laid out on the page is very much about rhythm. Um, so having, you know, incredible actors uh, sort of tackle that language, it's it's just going to be something we play with on the floor. And But I think they're going to love... Um, playing with that language. Speaking of actors, you have Marta Dusseldorf in the lead role. Can you tell us a little about your cast and what you're looking forward to about working with them? Well, I've always wanted to work um, with Marta. I think she's um, an incredible performer. And um, we were actually sort of know each other from years ago um, when we lived around the corner from each other 
in um, when she was still at the STC acting company. So I'd seen her in quite a few shows there, particularly um, War of the Roses that Benedict Andrews directed. And um, she has this incredible um, muscularity in her performance. She's very strong. She's very, very intelligent and, um, and fearless on stage. I think, and um, and so she's actually also very funny, and she's um, in her f um, TV um, roles. You know, people would know her from Janet King and um, and a Place to Call Home. She's quite often cast in very high status um, as characters, uh, journalists or judges, or um, but I've seen her on stage you know, m make me laugh harder than I have before. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to um, finding the comedy in this with her and, um, and you know, being able to play with an incredible text with, with great actors. Greg Stone I haven't worked with before, but um, I've heard so much about him and, um, and think he's just such a, a generous and beautiful performer. Um, and I think the two of them together will be incredible. Fantastic. Well, I have a bit more of a political question for you. Ibsen wrote this play in 1879, before the two waves of feminism of the 20th century, and it was written at a time when leaving your children was more or less unheard of, but there's still a great gender disparity when it comes to leaving children in marriage breakdowns. In 2017, it's seemingly less common for women to leave their children in a marriage. Why do you think this is and do you think Nora has something to say about this? Um, I don't think she does have something to say about it directly. Um, and I don't think the playwright does either. I don't think he's consciously gone to write a feminist play about feminism. Um, of course it is about it. It can't not be about it. Um, but what, what, I, what I love about the character of Nora is that everyone... I remember seeing it when I saw it in 1998. Um, you know, your your assumption was always that she would walk out that door to inevitable death. And what he's very cleverly done is made her very successful. And so all of the things that we would assume happened to her didn't happen to her. And she actually um, won, you know. She, 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 she leaves, she becomes a very successful writer, earns a lot of money, has the independence, lives this... Um, dream that you know women actually had to fight for for a very long time to achieve um, and so she's in her mind at the beginning of the play made a very clear decision that she she left the children and part of that was a, a very difficult decision she had to make but she didn't look back on it um, she had to she did the only thing that was really an option for her at that time and therefore she she doesn't allow herself the sentimental kind of you know uh, opportunity to think about it or to feel sorry for her or for them she's made the decision and she's she's dealing with the consequences of that decision which she believes is that they won't want to have anything to do with her because she had nothing to do with them so um I don't think you know I would be giving it away if we talked about what happens in the play but um, I think she she's made a decision and she stands by it um, it's I think it's a really interesting topic about women leaving their children. I think it's a, I, I've been in around it with quite a few other plays and I sort of at one point came to the conclusion that maybe there's some stories that we don't want to tell and one of them is we don't really like telling the story of 
mothers leaving their children because we all had mothers or we all want a mother or and and if we have told them it's been like Sophie's choice where she, she couldn't decide between the two so she left both of them but um, I, I guess generally it's very hard to empathise with a female character who leaves her children because people judge her they still do today as much as they did back then I think Sarah Goods directs the Australian premiere production of A Doll's House Part 2 by Lucas Nath, playing at Southbank Theatre from August 11. For tickets, visit mtc.com.au or call the box office on 03 86 0800.